to this week's episode of Dum Dum Die, an all-female awesome podcast and D&D for the homebrew interactive live Twitch streams. I'm Nelly. I play Kira Nightingale, the half-elf sorcerer. And I have the Super Mario theme song in my head. Like, you know when you go underground? Do-do-do-do-do-do. It's me, Kirio. That's what Northstar said. Hey, Mario, it's me, Luigi. Hi, guys, I'm Lina, and I normally play Andromach, the changeling druid. But tonight, apparently, I am a little Mario figurine running around, jumping <laughs> over conveyor belts, and getting intimate with gelatinous cubes that may or may not have mushrooms. I am Wednesday, and I play Alorin Skyvale, the Asimov Paladin, who. Despite how brightly he's shining, still manages to have lost Andromach in the skewers. Also, gelatinous cubes have resistance to Mario's jump attack because they are natural, albeit deadly trampolines. That is the truth. Now you're just ruining Andromach's fun. And yes, chat, you can help hinder or harass the players or help Carla with words. As we pick up where we were last week, as Lena, aka Andromach, rolled a nat one for jumping from the platform onto the conveyor and she had overjumped from the first row of conveyor belts to the second row which was going in the opposite direction now three members of the party are going one way while the other member is going the opposite direction worth noting is as i mentioned there are five sort of conveyor belts going in opposing directions but they start to very slightly spiral downwards but they don't spiral downwards next to each other. So as they continue to go down, the one is spiraling downwards to the right, the one is spiraling downwards to the left, right, left, right, and so on, there starts to become gaps where you can fall down the sky sewers funnel into what Kira has seen previously appears to be a lot of machine work that even Mario couldn't escape and, and reset at. So, do not fall off the conveyor belt. Bob, the battle butler, did mention that the three conveyors nearer to the center have varying sizes of cubes that are the compacted waste and recyclables, and that you shouldn't touch them. And then I, as Carla the GM, told everybody, it's a gelatinous cube. Yes! As Andromach is going... To the left, and Bob the Battle Battler, Kira, and Aloran are going in the opposite direction. As you start going, and what we're going to do is roll initiative here so that we can see how it goes. Within two rounds, it's going to start descending. As Bob the Battle Battler, he shouts, Get her quickly. We need to jump to the next belt before we descend. Because you realize as you start to descend, the jumps are going to become harder and longer. And then you're also jumping up onto another platform, up and across, that is then going to take you down as soon as you jump up onto it. Guys, it's like, what's it? Um, Ninja Warrior. Roll initiative for me. Eight for Bob the Battle Butler. Four. Nine. Four. So Bob has said to you the best thing to do is to continue onwards, but to grab Andromach. And not touch any of the cubes. Luckily for you, these first three conveyor belts have nothing on them at this moment. Lauren? How far away is the Andromach from me currently? You're both moving away from each other. Look, it's also not like extremely fast. It's like those travel bands mm-hmm. at the airport. So maybe six or seven feet. So not far at all. You could jump and touch Andromach. 
that's if I felt like I wanted to do that after she told me that she thought I was attractive, which I don't. I'm going to reach out one of my javelins towards her and say, grab the javelin, come towards the light. It's a strength action to pull her towards me. That's if she takes the thing. Roll your strength for me now. Five. Andromach, as you see what you think is the tip of a javelin, and it's at, you know, sort of your head height because you're sort of sitting on the conveyor belt because you stumbled and fell. And as you go to reach for it, the javelin sort of drops down and points into the conveyor belt itself. And Lauren, please roll a strength check for me to see if you can keep a hold of your javelin by itself as it's getting pulled on the travelator in the opposite direction. 14. You are able to hold on to your javelin, which is now making quite an annoying grating sound because the rotating parts are actually made of some kind of metal as your javelin is going across the travel later on the one side. There is a javelin near you, but it's slowly moving away from you. <laughs> and that brings it to Bob, who's going to step across. So let's see. Cool. With a seven, he can step across. You just need to not roll a one and you're good. <laughs> and then he is going to stand you up, Andromach, and he's going to say, ready yourself. And then he's going to shout to the others, come quickly. That then brings it to you, Kira. Okay, just to confirm, now Bob wants us to jump over to the conveyor belt to him, or does he want to take Andromach to, over to the conveyor belt where we are? He wants you guys to continue onto the conveyor belt where him and Andromach are, because eventually all the conveyor belts are going to decline. But if you jump okay. quick, quickly enough from conveyor belt one to two to three to four to five, you can almost stay parallel. I'm going to just uh, follow his lead. Roll your dice for me. Athletics, just don't roll a one. You say <laughs> stuff like that and then you jinx people. Twelve. You step across and the only person left behind is Lauren. As Lauren is starting mm. to go into the decline of the right conveyor belt. Andromach? Can I, like, move towards the spear? Yeah, you can shuffle to maintain that you're, you know, in the center of the conveyor belt. So you're at where it's straight and nearer to the spear. You can. Okay, so I'm going to go. Um, sorry, excuse me. Thanks, Bob. Thank you. I'm sorry. And I'm going to shuffle up to the spear. And I'm going to look, I've got you, Lauren. I've got you. Come, don't hold on to the spear. And I'm going to pull the spear. Okay, oh, roll great. strength for me. A very oh, just... bad thing about this. <laughs> so do I. 21 to all your doubters. Uh, okay. Wow. okay cool. As Lauren was attempting to lift the javelin again, obviously you got it at that one point where it's past its tipping point. So it's like a heft to get it up. And as you were hefting, trying to help Andromach, you hefted it up. She joined it towards that conveyor belt in the momentum of you wrestling it up. And I mean, that's what you tell yourself is why she was able to so strongly pull you over to the conveyor belt. Yeah. That is exactly what I'm telling myself. Slimy K, I'm unsure if you're confused about our plot. Our adventurers are going through a Sky City sewers because they are attempting to confront Kira's mother, who they believe to be the leader of a cult of serial killing people. And in this world, it is filled with magic mech and the sewers here, because it is set in the sky and they can't just have like, you know, sewage and water running everywhere. They have very neat conveyor belts descending into abyss of 
mechanical machinery at the bottom, which is probably going to grind people into meat if you fall through. And on the conveyor belts nearer to the center where they're trying to go because there's a platform there, they believe it is quite dark in this place and it's hard to see. They believe there's a platform there which will take them to a central lift slash staircase. But before that, there's three conveyor belts filled with cubes of compacted waste that was magically compacted. But due to the magical process, those cubes are actually gelatinous cubes. So do not touch them. No touching. All three of you and Bob the Battle Butler are on the second conveyor belt going towards the left. What you can do is maintain where you are so that you don't descend with the conveyor belt mm -hmm. if you sort of keep shuffling your feet towards the opposite direction, which you can see Bob is doing and he's quite adept. He looks very comfortable moving across the conveyor belts. Now that you're on the second one, because they are quite wide, you can see the next conveyor belt is starting to have some cubes go past. These cubes appear mm -hmm. to be a bright blue. The ones behind that, from what you can see, appear to be a mustard color, and then you can't see really further than that. Is there a chance that the poop will hit the fan? Potentially, but I like to imagine that the magic has compressed all the poop away because science magic. Mm. It does bring it to you, Lauren. Don't fall behind, Lauren. I've got you. Oh, geez. <laughs> the light is shining a little brighter down here in the skewers. So now we're on the second one. Do we have to cross over yet? Has Bob indicated that like we have to cross over to the next one? So he's basically saying to you, we need to cross at this point. You don't want to get dragged along the conveyor belts. You can take as long as you want to maintain, but the longer you stay on a conveyor belt, you know, the more likely it is you're going to be So swept. then I should be crossing over, like, is what you're saying. Because I want to know, like, am I supposed to cross over? Okay, good. I'm going to I cross mean, over onto the next one then. Um, as an aside, chat coming with your logic and things. So what, what happens, happens to the gelatinous poop cubes when they get to the bottom? They're not all poop. <laughs> Someone's trash. As it goes down the conveyor into the machinery at the bottom, which no one's actually seen here in this party, but assumedly it would mash up the gelatinous cubes and then recycle them because as much as Sky City doesn't mind dropping people off and murdering people off the sides of the Sky City, they don't want to like, you it's know, It's not drop. murder if they deserve it. It's the law. <laughs> it's wow. At that point, it's the, the law. Judge Dredd, thank you very much. <laughs> that was rough. Yeah, they're not going to rain down frozen uh, gelatinous poop cubes. It's been magic, but I'm just curious, like, what's ejected in the end? Just... Dust? Stardust? Just, sky just uh, dust? magic sky dust that gets dissolved in the air before it reaches the ground. I yep. feel like we're asking you these hard-hitting questions. You're like, damn you guys, making me answer. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate it because it A, helps me build my world, and B, Kyle, if you're watching, yeah, I totally had this sewers planned down to exactly where the gelatinous poop cubes go. And I didn't only think about it because chat was like, is it going to rain down frozen poopsicles? Right, moving on. I'm stepping across onto the next <laughs> set of conveyor belts. Roll your dice and don't roll a one. Athletics. Yeah. Unnatural 20. You're good. You've got this and you need to show Andromach that you can navigate. No, I need to get away from Andromach. That's why I, I just I just need to step away out of physical range. It's almost as she 
pulls you with the javelin across, you keep going. You're like, nope. And then you step on and you're like, what are you guys doing back there? I've been waiting for you this whole time. You have another move or another action that you can do. Progressing closer, you see now that the one you stepped onto, you Mm -hmm. timed it that you're in between one of the cubes. But you can Mm -hmm. see that on the fourth conveyor belt, so the one you're going to step onto next, the cubes are packed a little bit tighter. And beyond that are pink cubes that are packed insanely tight next to each other. They are smaller, so you think you can step Mm. over them once you get onto the conveyor belt. So the ones next to you are probably the size of, you know, like a normal packing box, shorter than a table, but still quite tall. The ones after, so the mustard ones, are beach ball size. And then the pink ones, but they are stacked, stacked very, very close together. Like you wouldn't be able to move through them. You'd have to step over them. Are uh, about the size of two bricks on top of each other. I just want to sort of keep level because I'm assuming we all have to move across together. Bob didn't give us an actual direction. He just said stay on this level and go across the conveyor belt. Yes. But what happens afterwards? Lauren, with your shining light... It's actually not helping in this darkness because it's so bright that you can't see past the edge of the brightness. So you can't see what's past the pink cubes. You do, however, in these blue cubes near you, see a fish swimming in a cube. What you believe is swimming. I mean, it appears to be moving. I'm intrigued. I'm going to watch this fish go by because this is exciting. I've never seen these things before. Okay, roll a wisdom saving throw. 21. You are extremely enticed by this fish. And as you reach your hand out to, you know, touch it and and look, you realize, oh, Bob said we mustn't touch it. And you pull your hand back, but you're kind of like bending down and watching the fish. And you're moving in the right direction rather than maintaining your space. Cool. Yeah. And that brings it to Bob, the battle battler, who is going to step across as well. With an eight, he's fine. He steps across and he manages to time these boxes because they're quite far apart. It's probably 10 feet before the next blue box appears and he's just maintaining. He is going to hold out his hand and hold in action in case someone needs assistance. Awesome. Thank Kira. you. <laughs> so I'm also going to follow. I'm literally just going to copy everything that Bob, uh, Bob does at this point. I don't, especially after looking down and seeing what's, Waiting below, I do not want to take any missteps. So I got a 12 for athletics. Okay, you're good. Nelly, please make a wisdom saving throw as you also see a box with a fishy fish. Do I too want to see the fishies? Do I want a fishy for myself? So let me not die, but I rolled a two. But my wisdom is minus one. So I got two (laughs) minus one, which is equal to... You know what it was, Kira? You were being so focused on stepping onto the conveyor belts correctly and timing in between the cubes that you were like, you stepped on the conveyor belt, you were like, I've made it. And then you rested and, you know, you look you look around at your achievement and what, what you've done. Mm. And as you were looking around at your achievement, you spotted within the blue. So it's actually a really beautiful blue that's see-through. Mm. And you can see a goldfish which appears to be swimming in this beautiful cube it appears like it's swimming in liquid although the cube from the outside looks like jelly and i think that's why you're like oh i should t- like 
Is this liquid? Like, what will it fit? Squish! As you reach your hand out, you feel... Please make a dexterity saving throw. I got seven. Please let me know. Yeah, that's not enough. <laughs> I rolled a five, guys. I'm so happy not... about the seven. I was, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a one or a two. I'm going back to D&D Beyond. I love the idea from chat, which I'm actually going to use. As you put your hand inside... It feels like, and you know, you guys would be lying if you say you've never done this, but it feels like you're putting your hand in like a bowl of jello. So as you put your hand in, you can feel that it's separating and it doesn't mm. feel like super thick, actually, but it starts to enclose around your hand. And you realize almost it's like you had intended only to just like poke it with your finger, but now your whole hand yeah. is in it up to almost your like mid wrist. And you realize you are nearing <laughs> the fish and you're going to almost touch the fish. And it seems as your hand is progressing through the jelly, it's moving the jelly around the fish and the fish's mouth appears to be opening from the jelly. And there's razor shop TVs because the chat said the fish are actually like those angler fish. Oh. And I was trying to seduce you into the gelatinous cube so the fish can oh. eat you. Because, guys, when you throw away goldfish into a magical trash compactor, this is what they turn into. And apparently cool. there were like at cool. least four gold. It was like, you know, goldfish massacre at, at someone's house no. in Sky City because there's like. A goldfish in every gelatinous cube in the blue section. Fat people just don't know how to look after fish. Sky whales are a different thing. They look after themselves. But actual goldfish, very difficult. I have lost goldfish too. Yeah. That's why we have frost dogs instead. Because goldfish just don't last. They've probably survived in the mechanisms at the bottom. And they're just like, it's actually not mechanics that you're hearing clamping. It's their mouths going, waiting for like stuff to drop. North Star gave a good example. Difference between book smart and street street smart. Kira can design a wonderful aqueduct-powered sewage system, but can't be trusted to sit the right way around on the toilet. You wound me. Your words wound me. (laughs) And with that, because we are in this first round of cubes using the anglerfish as the main weapon of destruction, you are not going to take any acid damage. So there's that. But Thank you. I'm thinking, when is the pain going to come? And now I'm grateful. Thank you. Even though you've stopped your hand and are trying to pull it out, your hand is slowly progressing towards the sharp teeth. And it looks like the goldfish could take off a finger very easily. I'm going to yell, um, help, someone help, 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 help. At which Please. point, Andromach, it is you. So I have a question for Lauren. Did you take your javelin with you or did you just leave it with Andromach? That is an interesting question. Mm. Should I roll dice for that? Because this I mean, is how I make decisions that I don't know what is going to happen. I mean, chat could tell Because that really you. affects my choices. So let's ask chat to tell me whether or not I left my spear behind. Okay. Roll a percentile chat over or under. I rolled 75. Chat said over. So that's cool. So it seems like you do have your javelin. I, uh, since I don't have the javelin, I am going to go, oh, Kira, don't touch the cube. I want to stand on my 
convey belt and I'm gonna try and grab Kira and yank her back to my convey belt. Okay, roll a wisdom saving throw for me. Nine. Okay. Roll Guys, a strength roll for me. <laughs> that one. Ooh. Cool. Again. Again. Cool, cool, cool. Do I have an inspiration? I'm just gonna put that out there. Just you know, I will good. never use the yeah. <laughs> inspiration period on that one. Forget it. <laughs> As you reach for Kira, you thought you had timed it well between the conveyor belts moving and so that you wouldn't touch a cue. And you step across to the conveyor belt because you thought, oh, I'll step onto that one, grab her, and then step back onto this one and pull. You step across, you grab Kira, you think you've got this, and you pull. You do manage to pull Kira out of that gelatinous cube. And it's amazing. And Kira, as your hand gets pulled out, you see that the fish mouth seems to close as the jelly replaces it. At which point, Andromach, you feel something wet on your back as you have pulled Kira too far and you didn't measure in between and you think your back is inside a cube when Bob shouts, what are you doing? Stop touching the cubes. This is how we die. As Kira is out of the cube, but Andromach, you're not sure because it's your back. And when you try to look and turn your head, you feel like a jelly, like a neck pillow around your neck and you, you can't turn and you just feel a slow sucking sensation as you are inexorably floating in the gelatinous cube cool. towards your death. Yes. And we are going to bring this week's episode to a close with that. Chad has some ideas. They're suggesting some wild shape situations to help you. Wild shape is something special. You can only use it so many times a day. So she is completely aware that she can use it, but she doesn't need to. She doesn't want to. But Besides, while well, you're you're being sucked into your death. Cool, cool. But cool, it does cool, feel cool. like a soft, like okay, I've a got really a plan. good. I've got a plan. I've got a plan. Below. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Don't worry about it. You know, Andrew Mark says she's got a plan. So I see there's some mentions <laughs> of like maybe it has a shellfish <laughs> allergy. Lots of things are allergic to cats. Cats eat goldfish. You know, those are some ideas that chat is throwing at you. I've got a wild shape here on my list because I originally chose four wild shapes. One for exploration, one for flight, one for water and one for combat. So those are my four wild shape choices. And I have one for water, so I'm going to be using that next time and we'll see what happens. Okay. 